This is a special edition of a nightcap. Um, took a little bit of some time off because I went on a vacation. This is a Friday till a Sunday. So the rest of this episode is recounting that adventure. It was a mix of some really good times and some not so great, uh, kind of terrible times, honestly. And we also had a little bit of a giveaway that we did. I'd had a key that I wanted to give away for some time. And so that was one uh, by somebody there in the chat. So that's an incentive, you know, if you do want to stop by and watch some of these live. Uh, this broadcast was initially live on Twitch. Uh, you can go to twitch.tv uh, forward slash cigargoyle um, and see me live on there when we do these at 11 p.m. Eastern. Otherwise, uh, here's the episode. It's in two pieces. So I have a brief advertisement and then we'll get on with the show. Thank you so much. So on the nightcap today, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about vacations. And in this case, uh, primarily a vacation that I recently took and... uh, Let's see, I don't know why my, oh, there's my chat room, whoops, knocked my camera down a little bit. I have a little bit of a different, um, little bit of a different lighting strategy uh, today. I don't know why this thing won't go away on my phone. Here we go. That's better. Um, so, went on this vacation, and it wasn't, um wasn't the greatest, if I'm honest. The scenario was, and I'm going to wait for a few people here to join to uh, see if we can retell the whole tale uh, for some of the folks that I know that wanted to hear this. Uh, And we are going to Wild Bill Flint. Hey, wow, that's so much more clear. Yeah, I have this, uh, I changed my light bulb behind me so that that's not quite so overbright. And then I do have this, uh, I sort of brought a little bit of a front light here. So I'm trying to keep this so that it's not, that I'm not so overexposed uh, that it looks wild and wonky. And I hope the audio is clear because down here in my isolation little tent cave, um, you should get no reverb. It should sound very warm, very rich, very clean, very crisp uh, in terms of audio. Um, I kind of want to, well, now i got two viewers. <laughs> so, we'll wait a few minutes here before we start the story of the vacation. Uh, and before we get to that, I'll just say that lately I've been spending a lot more time on Twitch. And, um, primarily watching some people, DS Virus, Arcus, Ash Said Hi, Shauna Berry Blast, um... Dean Lofi. Dean Lofi is awesome. He's a really cool dude. <laughs> Wild Bill Flint says, Periscope is like Morse fucking code compared to this. <laughs> yeah. Periscope's kind of a piece of shit. Um, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't doing it right. Maybe I was fucking it up. But I think I'm going to stay here and stick to this on Twitch. I like the broadcast. I like the style. The quality is apparently way better. So we're going to stick with this. We're going to stick with We're going to stick with Twitch. Uh, video and audio. So good. I was uh, worried that maybe I had fucked my microphone up, 
And with the technical difficulties I had yesterday, which was I was ready for this all day, and then my fucking internet went all wonk at the end of the day and got all screwed up. That was a giant pain in the ass. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, I wanted to retweet this broadcast out, and I forgot. I don't know if I should. Um, well, maybe I can. Maybe I can. We'll give this a moment or two before we completely move on uh, with the rest of this. So, in the meantime, and while we're out there, uh, we'll say uh, also Wild Bill Flint has provided some excellent stories, uh, basically around his experiences in New York around 9/11. So there was a narration. Uh, that we did uh, one day of those, and he's got some follow-up stories that are also equally uh, funny, fun, witty to read. Um, so, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, Nightcap is live on Twitch. Do, 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 do. All right. I hope for anyone who's listening to this podcast-wise, you couldn't hear me pounding away on the keys, or on the screen, rather, as it were. So, let's start the story of the vacation. So, I went to West Virginia uh, via a, a place called River Expeditions. So, River Expeditions um, has tours uh, around the... Gauley River, the New River, um, but the Gauley River uh, is listed as one of the top whitewater rafting rivers in the world, probably the very least in the country anyway. But the we, we went on a trip for the Lower Gauley. I had done the Lower Gauley before, so I sort of knew what I was getting into, but was still looking forward to it. It, I had realized, had been, shit, probably seven, seven almost eight years ago maybe uh, since I had done it. So, went on this tour from River Expeditions. So, cheers, by the way, to everyone who stopped by and says hello. So, um, driving out from where I live is about eight hours. So, we left in the morning, uh, me and a friend of mine, uh, and made the drive out there, and the drive down there was pretty much okay. Uh, you know, not too bad. We didn't encounter any bad traffic, kind of cruised along. The morning was fine. Everything was going great. I pretty much drove because I was just enjoying the drive. Um, and so we get most of the way there. I would say three quarters of the way there. And my traveling partner, she had sort of fallen asleep. I told her, hey, you know, you work a lot of hours, you work long hours. If you're tired, fall asleep. Recline the chair back, take a nap. It's a beautiful truck for, for sleeping. So uh, we get near the campground, I would say 20, maybe 30 minutes out, and it starts to go from being slightly gloomy to very gloomy to now you're driving in a mist cloud to now I see raindrops on the windshield and it's raining a little bit and I'm not feeling so great. So you can see the ground is wet, you can see the roads are wet. We continue to drive up there, we get to the campground and you can see it's foggy everywhere. It's like foggy, humid, damp. So we get out by the station where you do the check-in, and it's it's bad. 
it's kind of this weird, it's like hot cold. The temperature wasn't hot, but because it was so humid, it made you feel hot and like you were sweating because everything was slimy and sticky. I would say maybe other than a full-blown blowing wind, rain, thunderstorm, probably about the worst kind of weather you could have in that regard. So we check in and we start to go look for our campsites. So looking for our campsites, I look around. Now they have these safari cabins there. They have regular full-blown cabins. They have tent campgrounds. They have a pretty large facility uh, that you can go around and pitch your, camp, uh, pitch your tent, stay, do whatever you want to do. There's like a main lodge, there's the camp house, there's a gift shop, a little restaurant, uh, bathhouse, uh, you know, and then sort of these luxury cabins, whatever it is. So you start um, scoping it out, and they have quiet campgrounds listed. So they have like a quiet campground site that's listed. And so on this quiet campground site that's there, we go up, and it looks kind of cramped. It looks a little bit cramped. It's kind of in the middle of these other, like, cabins. I think they might have been the safari tents. The safari tents are the cabins. I, I can't quite remember. But we're like, man, it kind of looks like this elevated, cramped kind of mud patch. And, like, I don't really 100% know exactly where you would park right here. It kind of looks like you'd get stuck. Like, it was kind of weird. So I'm like, all right, well, let's look around, because last time we parked in this bowl, big bowl area, there are some people that were kind of loud and whatever, so let's go out and try and find a spot that's a little bit more out of the way so that it doesn't look like it's by the, you know, the, the, the party people. That's a giant fucking mistake. That's a big mistake. Whoops. And I'll explain later. And I should have seen this coming. I don't know why I didn't. Maybe because I... Maybe because when I go camping, I'm a peaceful guy. But anyway, we decide, all right, let's go to the back part of this area. So we go out, we scope around, we find a parking spot. Hey, there's an area that's not too far away from where we park the truck that we can pitch our camp. Everything is wet in this weird, hot, cold temperature. It's very unpleasant. It's very, very fucking uncomfortable. And by the way, if you have any questions about any of this, do feel free to pipe into the chat. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep babbling around along. And in about nine minutes, we'll do the uh, give giveaway for Wasteland 3. So, anyone who's here in the chat, you need to sound off. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to have a chance to win. So anyway, we're like, hey, here this looks like a pretty flat spot. So, we start setting the camp up. I'm sweating my ass off. It's so humid and everything is so pervasively wet everywhere. My pants are soaked, my shirt's soaked, like everything just feels wet and soaked. I'm starting to feel really strung out and I'm actually starting to feel weird, like just not great. So we pitch the tent, we get our gear out there, like, man, you can't really even sit in these chairs because everything's, like, soaked. So I'm like, I don't know, let's cover these with tarps. It's starting to get late at that point. It's near, nearing, like, 5 o'clock or something now. It's like, well, do you want to stay here? Or do you want to, like, go to the lodge and get some food? It's like, well, maybe we should take a nap and then we can go to the lodge and get some food. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. So you go inside the tent, take a nap, lay down. And... 
This should have been my first indication that things were going to be terrible. So in the distance, we hear this whack, 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 whack. Some dude just chopping wood, like, incessantly. And he's not using a saw. He's doing the let me pound my axe into the end of a log and then pick it up and whack it on the ground a bunch of times till it splits. He's doing it over and over and over again. It's like, oh, man. And couldn't sleep. You could hear cars and people talking, whatever. So I was like, man, I just feel like I can't get... I'm not getting rest very well. I feel real weird. So... um. We decide eventually, okay, let's get up, let's go get food, let's go to the lodge. So, we head on over to the lodge, and, um, we go to eat, and number one, you notice, man, there's some people in this place getting power drunk. Shots, like, multiple tequila shots, Jaeger bomb, like, Jaeger bombs, Red Bull and vodka, just pounding down the shit. Uh, guys like stumbling around and so I go to eat like we go to eat food and I'm like I mean normally man I can pound down the food like you give me food and I'll just raw horf that shit down I couldn't finish this fucking hamburger and at this point I'm like something isn't right I really don't feel very sweet at all so Eventually, we're like, well, let's go back and maybe have, like, a small fire or something like that and go to bed because we have to get up early the next day. So, it starts getting cold. Like, we go do the drive and we go back to our campsite to get, like, ready for bed. And again, here's where here's where things start to really go south. I'm talking to my partner, and she's like, yeah, uh... These one guys, they came stumbling down the road and they were like yelling and screaming, playing music really loud. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Like every time, every time I go camping, I end up around these fucking people. So sure enough, we get back, go back to our campsite. I'm back by the truck. And yeah, this group of like three people come stumbling by. They have some wireless speaker or whatever. They're playing crappy music through on their phone. Loud as fuck. Stumbling in the road, it's like two girls and like two guys or three guys, and they're like singing songs loudly together. Like uh, I don't know, whatever. Take me home, country roads. With at this point to fucking hear that song again, just please kill me now. Fucking can't stand it. So anyway, guys, people are being just louder than shit. It's fucking annoying. So we go back. We try to make this campfire. But there's no tinder, there's no kindling, because everything is soaked damp. Like, misty, soaked, sticky, fucking everywhere. So I'm like, ah. So we put these logs, put them in this little fire pit ring. I had charcoal lighter, and man, we tried to get it going. And at one point, I actually had somewhat of a fire going. But you just couldn't get pervasive enough of flames to keep all the rest of it burning because the logs were a little too big, and you didn't have any tinder to get a nice bed of coals, and everything else was wet. So we're trying and trying and trying, and again, this group over there, they're being loud, they're obviously just all blasted blotto drunk. Six, seven, eight people, all singing, like, songs in unison. I'm just thinking to myself, like, who does this? Like, honestly, who does this? I'm curious. You know, if you're watching this and you're listening to this, 
When you go to camping, don't you go to, like, commune with nature? I don't understand going camping and then getting a blasted blotto drunk because being hungover sucks. Being hungover in a fucking tent or sitting in camp chairs, who wants to do that? And I also don't understand the, let me bring my radio here and blare and blast like the same songs I probably listen to in my car. Why even come here? Didn't you come here to enjoy, like, the quiet and the nature and the sounds and the stars? Nope, not these people. This is a Bud Light and cheap whiskey shots. Uh, Nasili says, don't ask slash expect for reason from drunk people. That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> and low IQ. <laughs> so, not so great. It's not so great a time, but it gets worse. So our fire won't start. I'm like, all right, at this point, I feel I feel pretty shitty. Like, I feel really strung out and just kind of hack and not so great. Wild Bill Flint says, oh, God, clowns down here do that shit. I'm forever hearing stories on Monday about their weekend, quote, unquote, kayaking trips. Yeah, more like kayaking trips trips, right? Get it? Wink, wink. Horf, horf. Barf, barf. So, man, we're like, let's go to bed. So, we go to bed. Number one, it's still getting cold. And I'm thinking at this point, oh, Wild Bill Flint says, blackout drunk mushrooms and molly. I just don't get it. Why not just do it at your house at that point? Why go to a campground to do that? I don't understand. Uh, that's really bizarre and strange to me. So we go back in our tent. We're trying to go to sleep. My pulse is like racing. I have a mix of anxiety that I'm going to have to fight these guys. Anxiety that they're going to come stumbling into our campground, fuck up our shit. Anxiety over, I don't know what. I feel weird. I feel kind of sick. I'm worried about, you know, I'm having some back, knee, whatever problems. I'm worried about that stuff being okay for this whitewater rafting trip. So I got nerves, but I'm also like, God, my pulse is just racing. Like, what the fuck? So I'm like, all right, I want to do some bl- some breathing exercises, try to calm myself, down, calm myself down. And fireworks. They've brought mortar shells and skyborn fucking fireworks that they pr- proceed to start shooting off. They're blasting off from the sky. I mean, I'm talking like major fucking fireworks. I'm like, you've got to be fucking shitting me. Again, hey, number one, that's uh, illegal in the state of West Virginia, but obviously, as Nasili said, you can't expect that from drunk people, which is the same thing that my partner said that was there. I said, yeah, but they had to have packed the fireworks and brought them here when they were sober. So sober, they thought this was a good idea. And again, I'm just thinking... Who? Who does this? Like, you went camping. Didn't you go camping to be... Pe- I mean, you're, you're, you're right. I'm not going to argue with you. Low IQ. Low IQ, low grace, no fucking chill, um, no style, no nothing. Just fucking slobs. Just absolute fucking slobs. So, yeah, they proceed to continue to set off fucking fireworks. So... I said 20 minutes or so into the stream we would do the giveaway, so I'm a man of my word. 
So, for anyone who's here in the chat, first person to respond with the answer to the following question, what river in West Virginia is one of the top whitewater rafting rivers, possibly in the world, but certainly in the country? Let's see, did anybody pay attention, remember? You don't have to spell it right, just as long as you're mostly correct, I'll give you the win. We'll wait a few seconds and see if anybody trickles in an answer to that. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, I apologize that you don't have the chance to win a live prize, and I appreciate that you're listening to this as the podcast, but you should tune in for the live streams, because of the live streams, you have the chance to get goodies. So once again, what river in West Virginia did I go whitewater rafting on and is regarded as one of the best whitewater rafting rivers in the world? Probably the country at the very least, but possibly the world. If no one answers in a few moments here, I'll continue with my story and I'll... Upper New. Uh, you're very close. You're very close. Um... It starts with a G. We'll give that a few more moments here. Nasili with the guess of Upper New. But you're very close. It's a very close answer. Um, golly. You got it. You win. So um, I will send you... Uh, tell you what. In the chat, let me know. Would you like this for good old games or for Steam? I believe I can choose one or the other. Um, so if you have a preference, one or the other, let me know. It says Steam. So, okay, uh, watch your DMs. I'll make sure to send you the code after the stream. Um, we'll get you that game. Would appreciate you shouting it out. Hey, you did win some free shit, but I thank you so much for stopping and saying hello. So, uh, Nasili is the winner of Wasteland 3. He's going to get that key on... Uh, PC for Steam, so it gets a new game to play. Hope you enjoy that. So, to continue on with the vacation story, so they're setting off these fucking fireworks. I can't sleep. I put earplugs in. You can hear this shit through these fucking earplugs. I'm not able to sleep worth a shit. My heart is racing like hell for some reason. And then, it sort of hits me, possibly why my, why my pulse is racing, although I'm not quite sure, I feel a nice little diarrhea rumble down there. Uh, but I kind of pinch that back because I'm like, I really don't feel like getting out of my tent and wading through that drunken shenanigans. And also, it's really cold and it's really wet, and I don't feel good. So I try to go back to sleep for as much as I can. For the rest of the night, basically, and through the morning, I fight that off. I fight off this just terrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. I fight off this feeling of anxiety. I just, I feel terrible. It's fucking cold. I'm wet. These assholes are yelling and screaming. Um, I don't know how late that went on. I didn't, I didn't have a watch, so who knows how fucking late that went on. But what a fucking mess. So the morning, Saturday morning comes. And Saturday morning, we wake up in, God, it's, it's fucking cold. Uh, I feel like I've slept not at all. I don't know how much my traveling partner slept. I imagine she probably didn't get much sleep either. But, my God, it's freezing fucking cold. Um, and 
it's wet. And so I'm like, I, I feel terrible. My, I, my stomach and my guts feel bad. Like I have this weird strung out feeling. Like I feel really shitty. So I contemplated calling it off and saying, let's just go home. Let's just pack up our shit and get out of here. As a matter of fact, I almost did that in the middle of the night. I almost wanted to be like, dude, let's just get our shit and go. But anyway, being the stubborn-ish sort of trooper that I am, despite all of my anxieties and worries, I decide, hey, I'm going to stick through this and power through it. So we get up, we, we get our shit together, we go down to this uh, area... And I'm like, I'm going to go take a pit stop at the bathroom. Where, and I apologize for being disgusting, I proceed to absolutely blast out a whole bunch of fucking diarrhea. And it becomes apparent to me that I've got food poisoning, most likely. Um, That when we stopped to get lunch, something there made me sick because I now feel sick. The, this anxiety pulse racing thing was possibly a high fever that I couldn't really tell it was a fever because I was already shivering because it was freezing fucking cold. But, uh, I feel terrible. Uh, and now, even though I've got the fucking runs and I feel awful, let's go put on, well, it's super cold still, mind you. So I'm like, how am I going to like freeze to death and get hypothermia during this fucking trip? So... We get wetsuits. So you get fucking wetsuits. And I will tell you, I was very surprised because I had never worn a wetsuit before. It is amazing at how much they help you retain your body heat. Now, yeah, we put them on and they were wet, like they were damp, which was pretty gross. But you instantly warmed up. Between that and these paddling jackets, like, I'll tell you, if you ever have to go out in the cold, and especially if you're going to get wet, wetsuit's amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. Could not believe how well, how good of a job they did. So we try to force down some of the little breakfast that they have there. We start getting set up. I go to the bathroom again. I don't know. I think maybe twice more. Um, but I'm like, I'm going to do it at this point. I'm not going to fucking turn around. I'm going to go on this fucking rafting trip. So you push through it. You struggle through it. Um, we get our, we get our group, we get our whitewater rafting group. It is myself, a young male guide, and then a whole raft full of women, including some very good looking, fun loving girls who are all there out on a girls weekend and my esteemed and lovely rafting traveling partner. And then there's me. Uh, who feels banged up and with mud guts. Yeah, so not turning out so great. Plus, it's cold and gloomy and wet and rainy and disgusting. You should have rested and visited a doctor and you had food poisoning. It doesn't really heal by itself. So this is funny. The story can the story continues. It gets both better and worse. Now, for those of you who are watching this as a podcast, you're going to take a brief break and hear an advertisement. For those of you who are watching this on the live stream, you're going to get to see me take a drink. Okay, story continues. So, we get on the bus. The bus ride is a crazy fucking bus ride. And as we're on the bus ride, I'm just trying to lean my head against this... Lean against the window. I'm, like, kind of falling asleep. You know, I'm feeling... My stomach is feeling a little better, though. It doesn't feel great, but it feels a little better. 
So we continue to get there. As we're driving there, the sky starts to kind of clear up a little bit. Huh. We get to the river. We get to the point where it's time to set up. They thankfully have a bathroom there, so I utilize said bathroom facilities again. But now, the sky and the weather, like the atmosphere, is now kind of on the dry side. The humidity, stickiness is gone, and the sun is kind of coming out. So we set off on a, rift, on a raft. We get out on the water. We launch the raft out there. We get settled. We get set up. And my God, it turns into one of the most gorgeous days. It turns into a nice mid-70s day with a bright blue sky and lots of sun. Um, absolutely sunny. I would say, in a way, other than maybe if it had been a little warmer up front, so we hadn't put the wet, like, if I, if I knew it had, was going to be like that when we got down to the river, I wouldn't have put the wetsuit on. But other than having that stuff on, I took the paddling jacket and stuff off and just wore sort of this muscle shirt tank top. But otherwise, that weather turned really, really nice, and it was just gorgeous. I mean, man, floating down that river on the raft, but the only thing was, you know, wet skin... After a while, starts to get irritated, but otherwise, what an absolutely fantastic and fun journey. The rafts, the rafting was great. The people on the raft with us were fantastic. Funny, joking around with the guide, joking around with each other. Um, a fun group of folks. My rafting partner was having a blast. You could see she had the biggest smile on her face when we were going through those rapids. Uh, the guide, when we get to the point where you can swim through some of the rapids, uh, let us jump out and swim through the rapids. She joined in. The second one, one of the other people on the raft, and she had always seemed like she was sort of afraid, worried about the rapids. Even she jumped in, swam through with us. So, man, what a beautiful day. The place we stopped to eat lunch was even beautiful. Man, you could just watch the water and the trees and just endless green. I will tell you right now, if you have the ability, if you have the physical wherewithal, the time off from work, the money, whatever, next year, plan yourself a whitewater rafting trip. Go out there. Do the lower golly. It's not super intense, but my God, is it a lot of fun. And it's just some of the most beautiful water terrain scenery you're going to see. It's an adventure. It's fucking amazing. So we went from Friday night, which is one of the worst nights in memory I can remember spending, Fucking terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible. Every way, shape, and form. And the only thing that saved us was some good gear choices that I'll talk about near the end of this tale of woe. Uh, the rafting trip itself was fantastic. And I got some energy back. I started to feel a little more alive. And I uh, was paddling good at the end. And, uh, man, what a lot of fun. What an absolutely fun day. So we get back. We have a couple beers. Um... At the place, we beat everybody back. Partially, I will add, because I started just paddling like a machine. It's like, oh, man, we get beers and stuff whenever we get back. So I was just, like, amped up, energied up. So I was just paddling, paddling, paddling away. I just loved it. So that was great. Have some beers, put the stuff away, and uh, take the bus ride back. The bus ride back is much shorter because by that point in time, You've already rafted most of the way back. You know, the ride there, the shuttle there took like 40 minutes, but it was only like 20 minutes to come back. So that was a lot of fun. And um, we get back, um, and when we get back to our campsite, when we get back to River Expeditions, the, the, uh, you know, the lodge, the campground, the sun is out, 
and everything is dried out. The atmosphere now is dry, so that fogginess, that wetness, that stickiness, that filthy, sleazy, slimy, everything is wet. Ugh. That's all fucking gone. So, I still don't feel amazing, but I feel okay. So, power through it, push through it, start having water. We go back, we shower, nice hot shower, change, go to the lodge, had beers at the lodge, was finally able to eat some more food at the lodge, uh, just had some chicken strips and some fries, nothing crazy. Cheers, by the way. Thank you so much for stopping into this nightcap. So the lodge was a lot of fun. Our guide stopped by. The girls that were there were there. Talked to them for a little while. Told some good stories with my traveling partner. Uh, they, they do a video that they show you of your rafting trip. So he watched us on the rafting videos. Had some food. Had some drinks. Shared some laughs. Shared some stories. And honestly, that was very nice. So from the time we got down to the river to the time at that lodge, that was great. And, you know, afterwards, I, I wish we could have had, had a fire and had tinder and stuff all that. But, man, I was exhausted. Uh, you know, I, I still, I was like, I knew. Now, I didn't have that heart-racing, weird feeling anymore. But I knew something had been wrong earlier. So, you know, my stomach is still not feeling great. But, like, told my, my traveling partners that I would love to have a fire, but I kind of want to just go to bed. I'd like to get up early in the morning and pack out of here and get home so that we don't get home super late. And she's mostly okay with that. So, actually, she was totally okay with that. She didn't raise any objections. So, good on her. She was an amazing trooper in all this. So, we go back. Sure enough, the other drunk people are there. But now, I had told the lodge at this point. I was like, look, I'm okay that people want to have some drinks and have a good time. I'm okay if they want to sing some songs, do whatever they're going to do. But once you start moving past 10.30, like, dude, shut the fuck up. And don't be lighting fucking fireworks off out here. Everyone out here is basically sleeping in a nylon polyester dome that if the sparks from that shit fall on there, like, that's going to light that shit on fire. Or at the very least, burn holes with it and make it pseudo-useless. So anyway, the guy's like, yeah, the guy last night should have said that. I don't know why he didn't say anything or whatever, but, you know, I'll leave a note. We'll keep an eye out for him. So I don't know if he went by later and said anything. You know, I said, like, you know, 1030, whatever. But they were loud for a little while, but I, I had my earplugs in. I put a covering over my eyes so the, the light from people. People, when you walk through a campground at night, okay, I'm going to pantomime this for you, right? I'm going to use this fucking light bulb. If you're walking through a campground and you have a headlamp, you don't put the headlamp like this. You put the headlamp so that the light is shining down and you don't look up and look around and shine your fucking headlamp or your fucking flashlight in other fucking people's fucking tents. I swear to God, it's like you should have to go to through a course on campground etiquette. Don't shine your fucking flashlights in people's tents, you morons. Ah. Anyway. So I'm finally able to get some sleep. Um, I was so exhausted and so blasted, tired from whatever, that uh, I conked out and actually slept pretty good that night. Actually, it was fairly comfortable. Slept, slept pretty well. And then the next morning... Um... I had the runs again a little bit, 
I'm sorry if I keep repeating that, but it's part of this fucking story. We pack up, we pack up our stuff, we pack everything, we get on the road and we head home. And the drive home, again, was relatively uneventful. I posted some pictures from that on Instagram. I didn't really have my phone out and take too many pictures otherwise, because again, everything was all wet. It was all wet and rainy. I didn't really want to get water and shit all over my phone. But, um... The drive home was relatively fun. I mean, it was okay. It was a drive home. We got home. We unpacked. Everything was safe. Blah, blah, blah. Stow my gear. Unpack my gear. Help my friend unpack her stuff. Get home. And then I talked to a friend of mine. And a friend of mine goes, uh, hey, how was your trip? And I said, oh, you know, it was pretty good. I got some stories. He goes, yeah, you know, I've been laying low all week. I think I got hit by the stomach flu or something because, man, I've had diarrhea constantly and I really had, like, a fucking fever that was really bad and my heart was racing and I couldn't stop my my heart from racing. And, my God, I have no energy today and I'm just drained and laying around. So, yeah, how was your trip? Maybe it was food poisoning. Maybe it was the stomach flu. Uh, I have a feeling it was possibly a stomach bug. So yeah, uh, nothing like going camping and spending time in a hot, wet tent with fucking stomach flu and diarrhea and then paddling down a river and doing extreme whitewater rafting. That's what you want to do when you have the stomach flu? You want to do some extreme outdoor adventures. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Fucking A, man. But I did it. So, yes, unlucky. Quite unlucky. Not sure. Probably won't have any way to be sure. But didn't feel great. I feel mostly okay now. But. That was a 50-50, wow, what a nice trip. I can't wait until I can maybe do this again. And 50%, I will never fucking do this again. I hate camping. Fuck camping. But you know what? Somebody made an astute point online. It isn't that I hate camping. And I can't take this on a camping. I just don't like campgrounds. And I don't like other campers. But I think I've learned my lesson. The mistake was, if you look for the place that's off out on its own... That's going to be where the animals go. The animals aren't going to go where there's other crowds of people around to yell at them and tell them to shut the fuck up. They're not going to go where they're over close to the lot. They're going to go to the place where we went because we thought it would be quieter out there. So it doesn't really work. Uh, I think we probably should have just went to the quiet area that was maybe a little bit muddy. I had tarps. We could have put tarps down. You wouldn't attract any of it to the tent anyhow. So we should have just went there. That was a mistake on my part. So, keep that in mind next time you go camping. You might want to go as close to the lodge or rangers. I mean, unless you're out there looking to do the whole party angle, but that's not me. I go out there, I want it to be quiet, and I want to stare at a fire or stare at the sky and have everybody fucking shut up. That's what I want. So anyway, um, the other thing that went well, and I'm going to say this, um, if you don't have a tent or you're looking for a new tent, they sell teepee-style tents now that are modern teepee-style tents that have seven-foot ceilings. 
Ours wasn't necessarily a teepee style, but it was this neat sort of dome that used a limited amount of poles. There's only like two pole systems that go through this tent. It works beautifully. Pretty easy to set up with two people. We got that done really quick. It was really nice. I'm not a small dude. I'm about 6'2". I weigh about 220-ish. I think probably more like 211 right now. So I'm not a small guy by any step stretch of the means. I could stand up in there. I could completely stand up in that tent. I didn't have to do the lean over, weirdo crouch around. With Look, again, I don't need none of that shit. I've got enough issues with physical problems. I don't need to be crouched crawling around on the ground. And the other thing was, not only was the ceiling high enough to do that, but it was a 10 by 10 footprint, which meant that putting two cots like this, sort of in an L shape along the side, meant that we had a nice big flat area to put the rest of our stuff. Shit, I could even do stretch out and do my back exercises in there. That was that nice. So we had room. Shit, we could have set up our camp chairs inside the thing and sat in there if we had to in the rain and at least read books or done whatever, right, at that point. So that's a pro tip. Here's the other pro tip. Fuck airbeds. Fuck sleeping pads. Get yourself a cot. They sell pretty nice cots now for like $60. Now, if you're a big dude like me, I will recommend that you potentially get a Cabela's Alaskan Outfitters XL cot that's very large, that's, again, me being about 6'2"-ish. I can lay on that and fully stretch out and my feet don't hang over the edge. It's nice and sturdy, it's wide, it's flat, it's super taut, comes with a nice pad, and so for me, like sleeping on my back, that was absolutely incredible. Hell, in some cases, I think that might have been better than sleeping in my bed now and then. Now, why else do I recommend a cot? I'll tell you. If you sleep on the ground, and it's cold, and even if you have a pad, you're going to feel the cold radiating up around the pad, and it's going to make you colder. This is maybe the one thing that saved us from tapping out. When you're on a cot and you're up off the ground, you have that little insulation airspace underneath you so that you don't feel the cold quite as much radiating up underneath you. But we also did another thing. Yeah, you can buy expensive... Like, if you're going backpacking, backpacking, this is a different story. So I'm not talking about backpacking. I'm talking about, like, car camping, where you have a car or a vehicle. Go to Harbor Freight, get yourself a nice tarp. Hell, get a thick tarp. Uh, and you want to get it so that it's about a half a foot inside the edges of your tent. You don't want the tarp or the ground cover sticking out underneath the edge of your tent. Because if you do when it rains, then you'll collect water under your tent. And even if it doesn't rain, you'll collect morning dew on your tarp and that will run under your tent. And then you have a nice water squish pad. So make sure it's underneath your tent that you fold it up under there. But putting a nice heavy tarp down like that meant that some of the cold at least was prevented from radiating up off of the ground. Plus, I went to Home Depot and bought the big pink plat- uh, project panels. You get like the big foam project panels. And I cut it into four squares and put that underneath the feet of the cot so that number one, it also wouldn't damage the floor of the tent because now you have, you know, the cot I have is pretty heavy. I'm pretty heavy. But now you have that surface area spread out on something that's kind of squishy. And also, then that insulates the floor of the ground underneath you around those points, which, again, even means that you have less cold radiating up from the ground. 
Yet there's another advantage to sleeping on a cot. Can you guess what that is? I'll tell you, because who likes playing guessing games? You can put stuff underneath the cot. If you're sleeping on the ground, well, you can try to hang stuff from the ceiling of the tent above you, but you're on the ground. If you're sleeping on a tent, you can put stuff underneath you, like your bag, or your clothes, or your piss bottle, or a lantern, or a headlamp, or fucking whatever the fuck else. But you can put all that shit underneath your cot, and again, that then prevents you from having the cold radiating up and making you colder. I think that saved us, because otherwise that would have been freezing cold, I would have been just miserable. And with whatever stomach flu the fuck ever I had, that would have been just shitty beyond belief. The other thing that's nice, I'm going to bring this over here. Now we didn't hang this up, but this is a lantern called the Siege. The Siege is awesome, and I'll show you why. Because if you push this button and you hold it, okay, lantern turns off, you hold it for a little bit, you get a red light. If you're going camping, you're going backpacking, get a headlamp that has a red light. Get a lantern that has a red light. Why? Because then you don't lose your night vision and turn the light off and fucking go bonkers and trip over shit and crash into shit. Preserves your night vision. It also doesn't attract near as many bugs. It also doesn't flash all over the place and shine in everybody else's fucking tent. And let's be honest, after a while, your eyes adjust to the dark. You don't really need it that much to see your terrain unless it's pitch, pitch black, which maybe it is. But you can get something like this, and it's very economical. The batteries, when you turn it on this red mode, will last forever. And you can hang this thing. It's got a thing on the top. You can hang this from something on the roof of your tent. Um, it has another clip on the bottom, so you can hang it upside down this way if you want to. Right? And it's water resistant because it's got all these nice little rubber gaskets. The Siege Lantern. You can buy this on Amazon. This is the best lantern for the money that's out there in my opinion. Um, again, it's got several brightness modes. That's like the lowest brightness mode. So I'm going to put that back over there. Actually, that's maybe that's a little too dim. Let's turn it up a little bit. Uh, three, one, two. We'll do the second setting. We'll do the second setting and put that back there. So, um, you can also, at Harbor Freight, when you go there to pick up your tarp, they have these little triangle lights you can buy. They're like 3 or $4. And they're a nice little LED light. And they have red. And you can turn the red mode on in that, and it's so small and it's so lightweight. In this case, we hung it right up in the corner of the tent. And the way that you could angle it, you just got this really nice pervasive kind of red light that lit up the tent. You could see everything in there and you didn't really need to turn anything else on. And while you're getting ready for bed or doing whatever else, it doesn't attract a whole lot of bugs, doesn't ruin your night vision. So if you do want to go outside your tent at that point, you're doing all right. Very nice buy, very nice ad. So those things went very well. The gear was good. All the gear stuff that we brought performed perfectly. Um, could not have been happier with either the tent, the cots, the sleeping bag, any of the rest of that stuff. That all worked absolutely well. Um, I'll also say, if you're going camping, whether you're experienced with this, uh, maybe, maybe you already know, but bring some garbage bags uh, and bring a bunch of them. Bring like five or six garbage bags. They're just super useful for a whole lot of things. Um, I would also say, if you're going camping and you're going out there, 
Um, another nice thing to bring is just a good, uh, simple little, uh, you can buy those just little enamel coated little metal mugs and then a plastic plate. Bring some sort of plastic plate or bowl or dish and a spork. You can buy at a camping outfitter store a little, uh, just kind of a plastic spork. That's it. You don't really need anything else. Uh, you don't really need anything else, any pots and pans, unless you're really cooking, cooking stuff, which maybe you are. But that'll save you some weight, and it saves you from dealing with a whole bunch of other bullshit gear. Uh, you can just have those few simple little items, and they work well. Um, outside of that, I would also say, here's just yet another thing that's useful. Harbor Freight, Home Depot, wherever you're going to buy them, bring a couple of buckets. Bring, like, a dirty bucket and a clean bucket. The dirty bucket you can use for garbage, goopy, whatever sort of shit, scum water, whatever. Have a have a yuck bucket, and then have another bucket that's kind of dry that you could use to either gather firewood, move stuff around. But basically, it's just a very nice container. Um, and because it's solid, if you put stuff in it like twigs or whatever, you're not going to get poked or stuck or whatever. And you can also use that to just put wood or whatever else in so that you don't trip over it. How don't how do you not trip over it? Easy. You should also buy a little pack of glow sticks. Buy some night sticks, buy some glow sticks. That way then you can snap one or two of them, stick them somewhere on your tent. That way then not only do you not fall into your fucking tent and crash into it, but also when you're walking around, you'll be the only son of a bitch who has a nightstick on his tent and you'll know that that's your tent. And then you can just walk over there and you, sometimes you don't even need to turn your flashlight or anything on. Plus, you can stick it around your camp. You can stick one or two of them on your camp chairs or your buckets or wherever else. Because also, you also brought a little plastic table too, right? You can buy the expensive camp ch- tables that fold up and do all the rest of that. And again, that's great if maybe if you're going backpacking. But for a fraction of the cost, I just bought a little plastic patio table. And you can just put that over the top of some stuff in your vehicle. And that's, again, just something invaluable. Whether it's preparing food, putting things down so that they're not on the ground, whatever. Just some little tips. Bring a couple extra tarps, too. They're always always fucking handy. You never know what you're going to need them for. So, that was it. That was my big vacation this year. was going on this whitewater rafting camping trip. It was an adventure. So, I'll keep that adventure in mind. Um, the camping aspect. You know what? Like, I, I, I like camping. Just, I don't like the other campers. Uh, I don't like, I, I feel like uh, I would want to go to a place where it was a strictly enforced quiet campground. And I obviously like to have a drink now and then. But I honestly think I might like to have a campground where it's a dry campground. Because uh, people just don't know how to handle their shit. And they're... As uh, Nasili said, low IQ, drunken slobs, and then they just fucking ruin your time from being relaxed and enjoying nature. Besides of which, being the cigar girl, I can just have a cigar. So fuck you. I can have my cigar and you can... Fu- Although I wonder if it's a dry campground, wouldn't people just bring, as Wild Bill said, wouldn't they just bring molly or weed or crack or whatever the fucking else people do nowadays? jank them. Maybe they're out there doing jank them out of the, uh, of the fucking outhouses. If you don't know what jank them is, look it up. At least I also had, wait, 
At least you had also good time. Yes, I did also have a good time. It was fun. It wasn't a complete loss. I'd like to do the upper golly, which is more of an extreme trip. If I can get uh, some of the rest of my physical issues sorted out, God, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. And, like, you know, um, you need some you need some power to get through some of those areas. And, uh, um, you know, I'm fine in that department. I just got to get the rest of my, my back and my knees and, and shit a little sorted out. But uh, outside of that, no, it was a lot of fun. It was just that first night that was really shitty. I even kind of enjoyed some of the drive, you know. There's there's something there's something magical and mystical about certain road trips, just seeing some different areas, seeing some different parts of town, different parts of the country, you know. So I hope that any of you who stop by to watch the stream will come back. We try to do these eleven PM nightcaps at eleven PM every day, eleven PM Eastern. Uh, I don't do them every every day, and I typically don't do them on Friday or Saturday. Mo- mostly Sunday now and then, depends, um, but typically Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so usually four times a week. They're not always this long, they're usually around 20-30 minutes. The variety of topics, every now and then you may catch a giveaway, so it's in your best interest to stop by and watch them, but if you can't catch this live, you can either catch the video on demand, or you can catch the Cigar Goyle Lounge podcast on pretty much every major podcast where you can podcast, listen. And I will also give a shout-out to Wild Bill Flint. Follow him on Twitter and check out Dean Lo-Fi. Uh, Nasili says, sent also DM Whisper, by the way. As soon as this stream ends, I'll hit you up with that brother. I want to get you your prize. Thank you so much for stopping in and supporting. I really do appreciate that. And I'll game sometimes, too. I was gaming earlier tonight. Uh, that was kind of fun, but, uh, we'll do more stories. We got some crazy other reads, uh, to come up from Wild Bill Flint. He's a great writer, funny guy, uh, very intelligent. And, uh, that's it. That's another edition of an 11 p.m. nightcap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you can, uh, use some of my misfortune for your own wisdom. And if you do decide to go camping or whitewater rafting, which... I would urge you to do because it's a lot of fun. And check out River Expeditions. Uh, We went on a trip with a Danny, so you can ask for the guy Danny. He's a very great guy. He'll uh, take care of you when you're out there. It's a lot of fun. So, as always, take care, stay safe, keep the faith. Nightcap ends with the final drink. So that's the end of that. Do take care out there, people, because it's a jungle out there. We'll see you again next time. Thank you so much. Have a good night.